Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Sarah. And, and we're, we're the Stevensons. I'm a pastor to kids. And I have the lyrics to come on ring those bells playing on repeat in my head. <laughs> and <laughs> this, this is, is the Kidman, Kidman Creatives, Creatives Podcast. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. Okay. Oh, okay. Merry okay, Christmas. Okay. I know that as of this recording, it is not Thanksgiving yet. So if you're this one of this is totally fine, <laughs> very acceptable. <laughs> if you're one of those people who can't think about Christmas until the day after Thanksgiving, then just bookmark this episode and come back, and you can just come back later, or you can dive in now with us as we Join talk us. about celebrating Christmas in our children's ministries. Because I always say, why not? I think it's fun. To me, Christmas is a really fun holiday, and there's so many fun things with it. So, And in children's ministry, planning is always really important. So if you haven't already been planning a little bit, uh, this could be a good way to get some resources and some ideas. Yeah, so Sean, what are we talking about today? Well, so we are going to be talking about all kinds of different things. But first, I have a Christmas question for you, Sarah. Oh, okay. Okay, here's your question. What is your favorite Christmas song of all time? Ah, that is so, that is, that's an easy one for me. Um, My favorite is Emmanuel by Amy Grant. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I just don't think there's anything more festive than that synthesizer intro. Like, you can't beat that. Um, and every time I hear it, it just takes me back to like my childhood. We, we have this tradition in our family where we always made Christmas cookies and without fail, we would pull out our Amy Grant Christmas tape. Yes, you heard that cassette tape and we would play it. Um, to this day, every Christmas we'll like get out the Christmas cookie (laughs) stuff and Amy Grant serenades us. So, well, and now that you're married to me, you actually own the, Amy Grant vinyl that has oh. Emmanuel on it that we can play on our record player. So it's pretty, that's always o- it's fun. pretty awesome. Anyway, that was a very long story, but um, yes, Emmanuel definitely <laughs> winner. What about you, Sean? Okay, so my favorite Christmas song, and it doesn't matter what version it is, I don't think I've ever heard a version of this song that I didn't like, but my favorite Christmas song has always been. Go tell it on the mountain. Like every year at church when we would sing this song, I would get super excited and I'd be like, oh, it's go tell it on the mountain. And (laughs) I, I just, I love this song so, so much. I don't know what it is, but I just always am excited to hear it at Christmas. I feel like it's probably something about like, you know, the, the song that gives you permission to go like yell at the top of your lungs (laughs) from a mountain at people, like sharing the word. Like, I feel like this is like permission to be loud symbolism of your calling as a pastor you know to take it that direction or or to be loud whatever (laughs) (laughs) well no matter how you slice it christmas is a fun time of year filled with tons of ways to celebrate with the families in your church and there are so many ways that you can split up the christmas story so I've done a lot of different things with the Christmas story. You know, you have the Annunciation, the birth of Jesus, and you have the wise men. There's all these different parts to this story. And so I've done it a lot of different ways over the years. And one of the ways that I often break it up is week one, I'll go through the Annunciation and talk about uh, the whole story of Mary hearing about the birth from Gabriel, the angel from Luke chapter one. And then I'll go to week two and talk about the birth of Jesus from Luke chapter two. Mm. And then week three, I'll go to the visit of the wise men from Matthew chapter two. And so I've also okay. sometimes added before 
the Annunciation story all out a week, sometimes about the story of Isaiah, and share about the mm. prophets from the Old Testament and just mention some of the different prophecies that especially Matthew goes over that came true during the life of Christ. And that's always a fun way to get kids involved in the later parts of the Old Testament, especially in, you know, stories they might never ever hear otherwise, you know, as you go through passages from Micah and different places like that. I think it's a lot of fun. There's also this year we're switching it up a little bit and we're going to follow for our church the four weeks of Advent. Hmm. And each week, starting on November 29th, we're going to go through a different aspect of Advent. Advent is when we look forward to the birth of Christ, and so week one is going to be about hope from Isaiah 64, week two about peace from 2 Peter 3, week three will be about joy from Isaiah 61, and week four will be about love from Luke chapter 1. And each one of those things are things that Christ brings to us from this moment of the incarnation when he is born. And this year we're actually also going to be celebrating Christmas after Christmas, Woo-hoo! as we celebrate what's known as Three Kings Day, or El Dia de los Reyes, on January 6th, which is going to fall on a Wednesday night in 2021, and so we're going to celebrate that on our midweek program. Three Kings Day is a celebration of the day when the wise men arrived to worship Jesus, and since, you know, wise men, camels always kind of go <laughs> along with that, with that story, I am excited to do like pretty much a camel themed night Naturally. at our midweek program. So that's going to be super fun. I'm excited about this year's Christmas, even though this year has been kind of a different Crazy. one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'll be a lot of fun to celebrate Christmas with all the families in our church this year. Yeah, well, and it sounds like there's a lot of ways that you can really break up the story to plan out your curriculum for the month of December. So that's really awesome. All right, Sean. So talking about the Christmas story, mm-hmm. inevitably, there's this question that comes up, and I've seen it already in Kidman groups. How do you handle um, talking about the Virgin Mary How do you handle the word virgin with kids? Um, You know, how do you explain it when they have questions? Yeah, because especially the word virgin comes up a lot in Christmas songs. Like it's in Silent Night. Mm -hmm. It's in other Christmas songs as well. It's in the passages if you're reading them to the kids. And so there is the question of, okay, what do I do with this word? What if a kid asks me? Because I will always remember I was actually there helping my parents in their Sunday school class for four-year-olds when one of the four-year-old girls raised her hand with a question at the Christmas story. And my mom called on her and said, yeah, what's your question? And she said, Miss Miss Stevenson, what does virgin mean? Mm. And I remember like it was a moment of we were all sitting there thinking, how do we how do we break this this? down for a four year old and say it in, you know, what what is appropriate to talk about with a four year old? So and here's what I often do when kids have asked me this question about what is a virgin. And so I don't necessarily, first of all, I don't necessarily avoid the word when I'm going through the Christmas story. Sometimes I will use it when I tell the story. However, I don't usually camp on the word. I usually move on to the next part. And if a kid does ask a question about what that word means, what I will often tell them is that one of the things that word meant for the people in that time was it meant a young woman who was not married. And if an older child keeps asking questions about, well, what does this mean? Like, I've heard this word in other places. 
Usually, I always redirect them to ask their parents. Hmm. But again, I don't linger on it. I move on to talking about how this was a miracle and how Jesus is fully human, fully God. And what's so exciting about Christmas is the fact that Jesus, who is God, became a human being so he could show us how to love God, love others perfectly, and then die on the cross and come back to life three Hmm. days later to bring us freedom and forgiveness from sin and bring us into God's family forever. Okay, yeah, that, that's really helpful because I do feel like a lot of times kids just kind of throw out questions in the middle of something. Sometimes it's super distracting <laughs> or like impossible to know how to answer them. So I really appreciate that um, yeah. insight. Um, so what we thought we would share with you, our audience, our Christmas gift to you, is a review of some of the Christian resources that are out there that you can use this year, especially in light of coronavirus. Um, many kids' ministries are still online, and then some of us are going back to online kids' church just due to the rising cases in their areas. So these resources that we're going to share are ones that are great to use online, for porch drop-offs, or even in person with some social distancing in place. So without further ado, here are some fun resources for Christmas this year. So Sarah, what are we going to start off with as we go into these resources? Well, I feel like, I mean, personally, we should talk about toys. Because I I love to talk about that. Um, So, yeah, Sean, (laughs) what toys do we recommend? Well, okay, so... I stumbled across this company, Star Kids Company, back at Easter time because they had this awesome, awesome just nesting Easter egg that had each one you took out was another um, representative of the days of Holy Week leading up to Easter. And so I also saw, and I put it in the back of my brain, that they had this nativity set called the Star from Afar. And it's a really cool traditional set. And it has a picture book that comes with it. And then there's all the different pieces that, you know, Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus. There's a couple animals that come with the main set and then the wise men, shepherds. And then also there's a star that comes with it too. And then you can also get some kind of expansion items, which I went ahead and got because they had a bundle deal, which they might still have, starkidscompany.com, if you go check. Um, They have some scripture cards that have different scriptures from the Christmas story on them, as well as an expansion set with more stable animals, which I had to get because the camel was in the stable animals. This episode is brought to you by the letter C (laughs) for camels. (laughs) So, and the pieces are great. They're all made out of wood. It's really well done. And it's really cool because there's actually my favorite thing about this. And the reason why I got it was because the characters are represented in the way Way they actually would have been in history hmm. as darker skinned Middle Eastern people. And so that is the one I chose to purchase. I was really excited about it. And you can also, there's a game that goes with it that you can like hide the wise men, you can hide the star, and each week you can have the wise men get closer and closer to the you know oh, whole like set as Christmas gets closer. This would be a great, you know, preschool um, item to have in your preschool rooms, a preschool aged game you can play, or you maybe hide hide the star and have the kids search for the star where is it and so each week you can hide the wise men or have the kids search for them yeah i love that i think also if you're you know if you want to read something maybe you're on zoom you could use this set to tell the story of christmas and Mm -hmm. maybe play a game where you 
you hide one of the wise men in the background and have kids search for them or you know you put it on a counter and you put other items out as well you know to let them see what you're like doing like a search and find yeah like, where's yeah. waldo but where's wise men <laughs> yes yeah exactly so there's lots you could integrate it into the virtual world as well mm-hmm. all right so if you're looking for a great picture book to read to the kids um what would you choose sean well, there's a couple ones that these are great for preschool or grade school. And the first one I want to tell you about is called Silent Night by Lara Hawthorne. And this is a beautiful picture book that walks through that Christmas hymn, Silent Night. It has all the lyrics from Silent Night, including the rare third verse of oh. Silent Night, which is not always sung in churches say, or I anywhere. I think we skipped it whenever, when I, in all the churches I grew up in. Yeah, so it has all the verses of of Silent Night and the art is incredible. It's so mm. awesome. And it also at the end gives some history behind the song Silent Night. So there's a little piece of that, you know, church history there as well as you talk about Silent Night with your kids. There's also one of my favorite favorite Christmas picture books is called Humphrey's First Christmas by Carol Heyer. And this is another <clears throat> And who is Humphrey? Oh, Humphrey, I'll, I'll tell you in a second who Humphrey is. <laughs> this book is another beautifully illustrated picture book that tells the story of the wise men coming to see Jesus through the eyes of one of the wise men's camels. Oh, brother. <laughs> I love the book because the camel, Humphrey, has like the goofiest faces, but it also has a really touching ending that's really great as the wise men arrive to see Jesus and worship Jesus. So I love those two books. I think they're super fun, super great reads on, you know, a Sunday morning, especially with like preschool age kids. And they'd probably draw in grade school kids too. I would not be hmm. surprised because the art is that awesome. Oh, yeah. So we've got toys and books. What about curriculum, Sean? Okay, so let's talk about curriculum because there are a lot of questions. Like, how should you split it up? Four weeks, three weeks, two weeks leading up to Christmas. What stories do you cover? Do you skip one? You know, well, here, here are two just fun curriculum options for Christmas. So the first one is actually more about Advent, and it's the one we're going to be using this year that I mentioned earlier. It's called Let Earth Receive Her King, and this is a curriculum that walks through the four weeks of Advent leading up to Christmas, and there's one lesson for each week. And what's great about this is, first of all, it's a downloadable PDF, so you can download and you get all the materials you need. And also what's great about it is it translates so easily to an online format with super simple activities that families can do at home with minimal supplies. So if you're needing to do like a porch drop-off situation, you can also, you know, drop those materials off at mm. the porch and families can do those activities together. There's also some different um, activities you can do in person if you're doing it that way that gives you... Um, scriptures to go through, all the things you need. And this one comes from, you can find it on thefoundrypublishing.com. The other one that I was going to mention is from another one of my favorite publishers is BiblePathwayAdventures.com. Hmm. And they have the Birth of the King activity book. And oh. this book is like a hundred pages of lessons. There's five different lessons about the Christmas story. So you can break it up quite a bit if you want to do five weeks. And it's full of coloring pages, word searches, crossword puzzles, quizzes, all kinds of like dot to dots and all kinds of different activity pages. 
um, throughout this book that are split up into these five lessons. And this one is really great if you're doing porch drop-offs. You know, you can do a Zoom meeting later or an online um, kids' church and have the kids have all those materials with them after mm. you've dropped them off. And they come with a per you can purchase the church license option so you can print all of these copies for the kids in your church and use them. You can also use these socially distanced in person by spreading them out at each kid's spot ahead of time, leaving them with tons to do before or after your kid's church on a Sunday morning or in a Sunday school time. They're both super great um, curriculum resources that I'm really excited about this year. All right, Sean. So what would Christmas be without games. That's right. So since we're in COVID times, everybody, we thought that we'd share some of our favorite video-based games that you can use in your ministry, whether you're in person or online. Okay, so Kids Matter, K-I-D-Z Matter.com has been killing it with the on-screen games this year. Thank you, Kids Matter. Oh, it's I am so excited about all of the different on-screen games that they have. And they have a whole slew of Christmas ones out right now. And the one that is the absolute favorite of the kids in our church is Cool Cats and Karaoke <laughs> Christmas Edition. It's awesome. There are there's these three videos and they all contain different Christmas songs except they're not sung and they're not, you know, played with an instrument. They are meowed by a cat <laughs> that is meowing the words to the tune of all these different popular Christmas songs. And the kids have to guess what is the Christmas song before the time runs out. And so there's comes with, there's three different sets of them. And each one has about like eight to ten Christmas songs in it. And they also come with a, a video that has all the songs in a row. Or you can pick individual videos um, from each one. There's also um, some different materials that come with it that you can get. And I recommend they you can buy these individually for $10 each. Or you can buy a three-pack of them for $20. And that is definitely what I would recommend. Because your kids are going to play it one time and be saying, Can we play another one of those? And then you want to have a couple more. So oh, those... Yes. The Cool Cats and Karaoke Christmas Edition from KidsMatter.com has been a winner with the kids in our church. Yeah, so another game that we really like is Musical Lights. Um, it's a Christmas game where you'll have, there's a string of lights on the screen. And as the Christmas song plays, each note lights up one of the Christmas lights in a different color. And the kids are supposed to pick one of the colors. And then if the song suddenly stops when their color is lit up, they're out. So then the kids will pick a new color for the next round and again and again until they're all, you know, you have a clear winner. And there's a three video pack of these that we recommend. So and that one's super fun because what you can do is you can add some, you know, activity to what you're doing by having the kids all stand up or they have to jump up when their color lights up on the screen. And so you can have all these different uh, ways of doing that, have kids sit down when their color lights, you know, when it lands on their color at the end. There's also, I, I can't not mention this. There are some great camel race videos <laughs> with the wise men that are definitely... All right, we get it. You like camels. <laughs> I like camels, okay? And in this game, the kids pick a camel that they want to see win. And then if their camel wins the little videoed race of camels and wise men, then they win. It's super fun. They have three different versions of it where the three different camels all win. So you can mix it up, play which one you want for the kids to see. 
and those are super fun. The other thing, along with games, this is a little different, but an activity. Uh, one of the activities I've seen buzzing around the Children's Ministry Facebook groups is called the Nativity Escape Room from TeachSundaySchool.com. So as people were talking about it, I thought I would just check it out. And since it was only on sale for eight bucks, I thought I'll, I'll see if this could be a fun activity whether that we could use in our church. And I'm pleased to say this one looks pretty fun. We haven't used it yet. I'm planning on using it probably closer to Christmas time, but it's a fun activity. You could use either doing a porch drop-off or you could do it socially distanced in your church. There are four different puzzles to solve using different kinds of codes that are all related to the story of Christmas. And so once the kids solve these four puzzles, then there's one final challenge page that will give kids this four-digit code that once they tell you, then they have solved the escape room. And this will be a fun one to use, but you could use it all in one day or you could use it and you know once a week with these four different puzzles building up to Christmas the other thing I was thinking you could add to this is you could get a little four-digit combination lock and so if a kid tells you oh I think it's this number then you can try putting it into a lock on like a box with candy in it and then if they you know get the right code you pass out the candy to all the kids Um, There also, I would say, though, the puzzles might be kind of tricky for kids younger than second or third grade. Hmm. So older grade schoolers would have the most fun with it. And also, it might be easy for some older kids to guess the answers to some of the puzzles if they know the Christmas story really well. Like if they if they've heard the Christmas story a ton of times and are could pretty much like answer all the Christmas trivia questions, they might be able to guess some of the answers to the puzzles. And that's why I probably wouldn't give all the puzzles to the kids all at once, mm. but give them one at a time so the kids can't just like guess their way through it to the end. Oh, that's good. All right, so then we have Christmas music. Hooray! There are so many fun and amazing songs we can sing this time of year. Um, Again, Emmanuel, (laughs) top-notch song. Um, But here are a few of our other favorites that we like to do with kids. So one of my favorites, and I have used this album for a few years now since it came out in 2017, but Doorpost Songs, their album called Unto Us, is an album full of Christmas songs that are all based on scripture. So each song is pretty much a verse that they put to music and it's really well done. That's the thing I really like about it. The tunes are really catchy. They're well done with the verse. Uh, There's not, sometimes there's kind of awkward rhyming that happens in um, songs that are taken from straight from scripture verses, but these are really well done. And there's also, they have on their website, Doorpost Songs, They have lyric videos, motion tutorials that you can use in your children's ministry. They also have an Advent family worship guide that you can use that goes along with the album. So you can have, you know, share the Spotify album with the families in your church and then have them, you know, use that Advent family worship guide to go through it with Christmas. And the kids in our church especially love the title track to that album, Unto Us. And like I said, my favorite thing about their songs is they're straight from scripture. So kids are learning, you know, verses all about the story of Jesus's birth right from scripture. And so it's super great. And they end up, you know, they're memorizing verses by the time they've learned these songs, which I always think is a cool win. So Yancey has also got a bunch of Christmas music out. She has some Christmas singles as well as a full album. Um, But my favorite of these is an EP she released called Little Drummer Boy. The songs on this one are 
all three favorites that the kids in our church love to sing. Um, first is Little Drummer Boy, and then Emmanuel, <laughs> my personal favorite, uh-huh. and then Silent Night. And there are lyric vi- videos available for these songs as well, and those are on worshiphousekids.com as well as her website, yanceyministries.com. The other one I was going to mention is Amber Sky Records back in 2014 released an album called Jingle Jam Wrapped Up. And you might have heard of that one, but one of my favorite songs, they have kind of a riff on it. Um, it's called Go Tell It on the album, which is kind of oh, a rap yeah. version of Go Tell It on the Mountain. And it's a super fun, catchy song. There are also lyric videos for those available on worshiphousekids.com as well. And they have a bunch of fun, upbeat songs that you can add to your Christmas worship music time well sarah that is our christmas celebration ideas for this year wow yeah i hope that uh i hope this has given you some resources and some ideas you can use in your own ministry to celebrate the birth of jesus we also wanted to let you know that this is the official end of season one the official end of season one of the kidman creative so we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back in January with an all-new season, talking about everything from volunteers to Bible teaching to crafts. And we might pop up with a couple special special short episodes here and there in between now and then. So definitely keep checking back. But if you like what you've been hearing, leave us a review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also find us on Instagram for set photos and more ideas at The Kidman Creatives. Or you can check out our website, thekidmancreatives.com. The Kidman Creatives is a podcast hosted by Sean and Sarah Stevenson. Scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996, 2004, 2015 by Tyndale House Foundation. Used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Inc., Carroll Stream, Illinois, 60188, all rights reserved. Well, everyone, until next time, Merry Christmas. Until and... next year. Oh, yeah, 2021. Woo-hoo. All right. Until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.